Blog Talk Radio. Tuesday. I am Sonia Nadina Haynes. This is the Oracle's Point of View, Episode 11. We are on the Psychic Coffee Shop, affiliated with Psychic.biz. I am your emotional healer. I'm the catalyst for change in your life. When you join me on this show, um, the energy around you starts to shift. It's like a wind blowing through your your life. I just heard a song in my head. But it's like a, the wind of spirit blowing through your life, helping you to shift, to heal. And all you are required to do is to think about what you want and hold that vision as clearly in your mind as possible. And your guides, your spirit guides, working through me in this conversation will help you to get there. So I am really excited that you've joined me today. Thank you very much. I was trying to figure out um, what we would talk about today, and so many things happened in the last week that I was at a loss as to where to start. But um, so several things, like um, there's a group in Canada called the Tragically Hip. Many of you may not, uh, may not know of them or have heard of them, but um, uh, the Tragically Hip, uh, the, the head singer and the writer for the Tragically Hip, um, uh, he was diagnosed with brain in, inoperable is, is, what is the term? Inoperable <laughs> brain uh, cancer. And so uh, he, they decided to do a final concert because everyone were, they were all broken up about it. They were quite upset about it. So he decided to do a final concert. And you know, um, I, okay, I back up a second. I teach you about the chakras and many people understand know about the chakras and they deal with the chakras each chakra deals with a specific thought form and when you have a uh, cancer in the brain it means that your crown chakra is off center it means that it's actually started to shut down and um, 
a lot of times individuals who uh, explore and indulge in drugs tend to have brain issues because they've opened their crown chakras so widely that, um, and of course they're not grounded, base chakra isn't grounded in, in the earth, so they end up creating a lot of um, problems, and that's why people get addicted to things. So alcohol and drugs feed the crown chakra, but if you're not grounded in the physical world, you you actually basically um, lose it. You You become addicted because addiction is an imbalance of the crown and the third eye chakras. And then you have the cancer, and cancer is anger, anger at God, anger at, you know, why am I here? What's this all about? What am I doing here? And diseases in the body take um, forever to show up. It uh, it doesn't just happen in a second. You go to the doctor and you get a diagnosis and you think, oh, my goodness, last week this disease wasn't there, but now it is. Um, so with this gentleman, his childhood, you know, he was born on the eastern part of of Canada here, and he traveled through his life. He experienced a lot, and he carried a lot of anger, and he never got rid of it. He tried to use music, I'm sure, to um, resolve the pain that he felt and that he carried. But, you know, when the music ends, similar to when the drugs stop, the pain returned, so he's never worked on the who am I, why am I here, what's this all about, what is my connection to source. He never worked through all of that. So during the, the concert, um, he got to a certain, uh, quite a ways in, to you know, about three-quarters of a way towards the end of the concert. He was up on stage, and he was singing, and he was going, and then all of a sudden he started to cry. The, the the auditorium was packed with people, and the concert was actually streamed across Canada on CBC uh, Live. Uh, CBC is our local, like NBC in the U.S. and such. And uh, if you happen to have been there, you know, not in the con the, the auditorium, but out with people um, streamed through. There were so many angels. There were so many angels around him as he was on his, as he was on stage, and it's interesting because he has uh, he's diagnosed with the brain cancer because um, he didn't. He wondered where where is God? Why isn't God showing up? Why isn't God helping me? What's why is this going on? And so many of us have this issue. You know, we have this expectation of the universe or God or spirit should show up and guide us and point to us, stand at the crossroads and point, you know. And unfortunately, if most of us, if we got to the crossroads and we saw a figure there standing with its finger out pointing, we'd run away in fear and panic. So it's a, it's a catch-22 for us. But, you know, when you're searching for God and you're looking and you can't get it, and then in his concert, bands of angels showed up. I mean, the hairs on my body stood up, and I wasn't even there. I was on a deck over the St. Lawrence River watching this thing on stream through the computer onto a big screen. 
And then um, my friend who had invited me to go to this thing, she ended up feeling it. She said, whoa, I feel it too. I said, yes. He, spirit, the universe, spirit, got to, to connect with him to say, you're not alone. And two-thirds, three-quarters of the way through the concert, he released his anger. He started to cry. He was singing. He was going. The audience was screaming. They were yelling his name. Everything was just explosive, and he started to cry. And then he released his anger on that stage. He screamed, and he screamed, and he screamed, and he yelled, No! Why me? It was the most amazing, cathartic experience I'd ever seen. How many of us would act, we would be courageous enough when we've come to that point, would be courageous enough to just open our hearts, butterfly ourselves to the universe, and yell and scream, Why me? We all try to be brave, you know, we we well should i say try to be we all try to give the imp- impression of courage but we've forgotten what courage is we don't realize that courage is not about having a stoic face and going around and pretending like you don't hurt courage is being courageous enough being brave enough to release your burden in the in front of millions of people millions you know and i think unless it shows up somewhere later for the first time no one on the social media tried to shame the man because we we carry our our shame and our hurt and our pain around with us and we now you carry it with our cell phones. And when we see something we don't like, you know, of course, the the social media give us these little um, little app things. I don't know what they're called. Emojis, emojicons, where we, we can actually hit emoji and tell someone how horrible they are or how terrible we feel about them. And we forget that if you notice something terrible, that is happening to someone and you have a negative reaction to it, that person is mirroring back to you your own feelings about yourself. That's why they use the word mirroring. It's because if, you know, when you stand in front of the mirror and you look at yourself and you can't stand the look of yourself, you go out into the world and you see someone who is behaving the way you feel inside, you can't stand the look of them either. And that's why we tend to strike out and try and cause hurt and harm and try to um, make people feel badly about themselves. Interesting, isn't it? So that was one thing that happened. And I, I was very, like I said, I was very impressed with Gordy Downey's um, courage, I don't think he had a choice and he probably didn't care anymore. And isn't it terrible also that we get to a place where we don't care, where we think we have nothing to lose because we might die tomorrow, when had we put that thought in ourselves, had we said in the moment when we're healthy and strong, 
I don't care what other people think. I remember going through my childhood with sticks and stones. Sticks, I remember, (laughs) you know, the kids would try to tease us. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. The kids who teased us, who teased me, they actually didn't cause me harm or they didn't hurt my feelings, that my feelings were hurt at home by the ones who, uh, you know, were supposed to make me feel better about myself, the ones who I looked up to and wanted to treat me better. So, you know, that's that's the, the challenge with the the reaching out and hurting others. And now we've reached a place on the planet where people are striking out at one another regardless. Um, you know, this, they're just reaching out and striking out without even stopping to think, how is that person feeling? What's going on in that person's life? Isn't that interesting? I think it's time that we took a step back and we start to feel how what's going on inside of us and look at how it's mirroring back to us and use that mirror as an opportunity to heal ourselves because, you know, you are so magnificent. You are so beautiful. Ah, makes me almost want to get choked up. You are so so, so beautiful. And I wish you could see yourself the way that I see you. And I know I'm far away from you and you're not in front of me. But, you know, I'm an intuitive. People call me a psychic or some people call me oracle and such. And being an intuitive or quote-unquote psychic, um, it gives me... I have the ability to look in and see you, to see your light, to see your colors. If your light is a little bit dull, I don't even have to get on the phone to talk to you. I can tell. If you're part of my circle, I can tell what's going on with you before I even pick up the phone. So that's pretty much, well, maybe I'm a unique intuitive, I don't know. But that's what we do as intuitives. We reach in, we connect. Um, and we see you. And because I operate from a place of empowerment and love, I will always, even when I'm being, you know, tough, I will always guide you from the perspective of love because I see your magnificence. I see where you're going. I see your spirit. I see your power. Oh, my goodness. And I want to see you achieve the things that I see occurring in your future. And yes, your future is set, but there are two different directions. There was a, a it's it's probably still around, a wonderful movie called Sliding Doors, where you know you wonder if I'd taken this direction, if I'd taken that path, would I have come to this point? And the this movie Sliding Doors uh, is interesting because. They basically look at the same person taking different paths and what happens in the end. And they still ended up in the same spot in the end. The only thing was if you can actually be conscious enough as you walk your path, 
so that you can be aware of the moments that are occurring, aware of the mo- the thoughts you have in this moment is actually creating the next moment. The step you take from this point is actually guiding you. Direction of your, that your foot is focused, is pointed in, if you can imagine that. When you're walking, if your foot is pointed left, you are, your body will automatically turn left and take you in that direction. So think about it that way. So when you think and live your life from fear, and when I, you know, boys, a lot of people say, well, I'm not afraid. I'm not challenging you to see if you're afraid or not, but... When you live your life from fear, meaning that I'm afraid about how people see me. I'm afraid that I'm not going to be have enough money for my rent. I'm afraid that I don't. I'm not going to find the job that I want. I'm afraid that the lover that comes into my life will treat me the way the past lover did. The moment that we have these fears, the moment that we echo in our minds, we don't have to say it out loud. The thing that is in your mind is louder and stronger and more tangible than the words that we say. And if you can if you can imagine that you have a thought and all of you listening, I'd really like you to just look into your mind and think about what's going on. Think about be conscious of the thought that you carry when you wake up in the morning you're actually defining the course of your day. And when you go to sleep at night, you're defining, you're actually setting up your next day. When you go to sleep, you're setting up the thought you have in the morning. So if you're conscious that as you go to sleep, you have a negative thought, you will actually, when you wake up in the morning, realize this and change that thought. That is all that is required of us. Just a thought, just a change of thought. I have a show on Blog Talk Radio called Change Your Mind, Shift Your Life. And that's pretty much what the show is about. Um, I run it on Sundays, and uh, last couple of Sundays I haven't had it on, but uh, it's, I've been running all over the place. But when it's on, that's mainly the, the purpose. And in this show, the Oracle's point of view, it is again about changing your mind so that your life can shift in the direction that you want, that you choose. And a lot of us do things for others because we think we should or we think we must. But, again, if you put yourself first in the equation, it will benefit everyone. You know, and I know they say that's selfish, but a baby goes and he picks a bouquet of dandelion. A little boy goes and he picks a bouquet of dandelions and he brings it and he lifts it up to up up to mama. Imagine that. Have you done it? Taken a bouquet of flowers home to someone? As you lift it up, you're when you buy that bouquet of flowers and when that child picks that fistful of flowers, the child is thinking about the the smile he or she will receive. That's a receiving, that's a tangible, that's a, I'm doing this for me. 
when you buy flowers for someone, I know people say, well, I did it unconditionally, but there's not a single thing we can do on this planet that is unconditional. Everything we do is based on the receipt of something, whether it be a joyful energy, a smile, a hug, love, food, or the money we get from work, which will cause us to live our lives so we feel better because we can take a trip. Do you see? So no matter how much they try to tell you, and I think it's it's part of the unconscious um, energy that keeps us from progressing, from realizing our fullness, when they tell you that thinking um, about yourself is a selfish act and you then try to focus on other people, the people who focus on other people and think that they're not thinking about themselves end up feeling a lot of anger and resentment because they want some the people around them to uh, to appreciate them. You know, when you have that sense of need for appreciation, it's usually because without being aware of it, you were trying to do for someone so that they can repay you with a kindness or they can repay you with thank you. So, you know, and we get, and <laughs> there was a, a, a wonder, a, a program where they, uh, in Hollywood, and I think they set the man up, and I think the, the guy should have sued them, but my personal opinion, where they left $10,000 in a dumpster where this homeless man used to go rummaging through, and he found the money, and he was, he didn't know what to do with it. He had spent all, he went to jail at 16, and he came out, he was 50. So he spent all his life in jail. Before that, people told him he was no good. So he didn't understand about life or about himself or looking after himself. He didn't learn any of that. And because he spent time in jail, he couldn't get a job because no one would hire him, you know, the judgments. And so they took the money in the garbage can. And the man found it, and he didn't know what to do. He found his, fa- his he found his family and told them about it. So this one came up and wanted a truck, and that one came up and I think it was a hundred thousand dollars because you can't buy a truck with ten thousand. But he bought this one, this, and he bought the other one something, and he bought that, and he gave total strangers money, and he went and rented a hotel room and he slept on the floor. He couldn't sleep on the bed because he didn't know how to sleep on a bed. He didn't know about self-worth. He didn't understand it. The interesting thing about this social uh, experiment, as they called it, which I think was not really social because they set the man up and then they left him to see what he would do, and he, he actually did the inevitable, was they were disappointed that he didn't take the money and go off and you know, invest it here and invest it there and did all these things. Without knowledge of his own self-importance, he couldn't do that. And that's the thing is that if you don't know how important you are, and that's why I do this work, if you don't know how important you are, if you're not aware of how magnificent, when the angels look at you, you're just pure light and you sparkle. And you shine. You just glow with this light that makes them... That's why they say angels get jealous because angels can't see themselves, obviously. But the human being just glows 
regardless of what we've done, no matter how horrible we are, we glow with a light because we struggle to understand ourselves. I am Sonia Nadina Haynes. This is the Oracle's Point of View, Episode 11. And this, we are on the Psychic Coffee Shop. I am affiliated with Psychic.biz, and we have a, a coupon. Summer 16 gives you $5 coupon if you enter that when you go in to use the, the app, the, the program. And if you mention coffee, on $15 that you spend, you'll get an extra $10, which is a lot of effort, a lot of energy that you will gain, a lot of um, insights that you'll gain. And I do um, emotional healing, so if you're struggling to find your way towards your dreams, I can take you there really quickly because I see the offending issue and I take you there. We're going to stop for a little break and then we'll come back and open the phone lines. Here we go. Do you have burning questions you need answered? We all do. Visit our website at psychic.biz where you can find accurate psychics, tarot readers, and astrologers from around the world who are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You can have your questions answered anonymously and write from your computer, tablet, or smartphone. The introductory chat is always free and we offer low permanent rates and special promotions. Our online psychics offer helpful, practical guidance into what matters most to you. Visit us today at psychic.biz. So I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with, all day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese, and guess what? Egg rolls showed up, like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Point of View, Episode 11 on the Psychic Coffee Shop, and uh, affiliated with Psychic.biz. In the chat room, uh, Jules asked if there's any guidance to help her through her fear and anxiety. And when an adult carries fear and and anxiety, you carry it, I call it PTSD from childhood. You experience a child, an emotional issue that caused you to be afraid. It could be, you know, you see the child that falls and mom goes screaming down the aisle, oh, my 
my goodness, are you okay? Picks up the child, and the child gets so scared they start to cry. So dig back through your childhood. Look at the moment when you feel the fear and anxiety, and then source back to your childhood to find what I call the original sin, the original moment where you stepped into that house of fear and you've been locked in it ever since. So now I'm going to open the phone lines. 901, hello. Hi, Sonia. This is Annabelle. Thank you for taking my call. Annabelle, how are you, darling? (laughs) I'm just fine, and thank you so much for your uh, dream interpretation. I do appreciate that. Oh, it's my pleasure. Wow. (laughs) That's an amazing (laughs) dream you had. It's amazing. It's so amazing. Yes. What yeah. uh life what life did I serve uh that dream in? Um was it the life before this one? Um, with the First Nations people? Yeah. You're talking about your dream. Okay. Yeah. Um before mm-hmm. I before I do that, you were a Confederate soldier in the Civil War. Mm-hmm. I just felt I just saw you there marching. Um, uh, I, there's a lot of fear around you from that lifetime. In this mm-hmm. dream, these are your um, like your shamanic guides. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, your ancestral story goes back to down to Central, pardon me, down to Central America. So the Mexico area mm-hmm. and such, that's where your story goes um, goes mm-hmm. to with these women, the two women and men. Mm-hmm. Okay, and in this, <laughs> it's a dream we're talking about, but Annabelle emailed me about mm-hmm. a dream that she had where she was um, being, um, what's the word? Uh, she was being, um, mm, what's, uh, she was being given a name, and the name is pretty amazing. But when I saw, when I looked into the dream, you're also connected with Atlantis. So that mm-hmm. story comes all the way from Atlantis to here. It wasn't the ne- the lifetime before. It's all the way from Atlantis. You were 1930s a uh, dancer in a speakeasy, so you're probably a good dancer. But, um, yeah. The dream was very, very powerful, and it's it goes back to Atlantis. Okay. Well, thank you. I'm experiencing some uh, right ear problems, uh, kind of like infections. What am I? What do I need to look at there, Sonia? They're trying to tell you something. <laughs> when your right <laughs> ear is is male energy, they're trying to guide you in a direction, but you're not listening. So you will end up with the earache because there's someone mm-hmm. yelling at you in your ear, but you're not listening. So um, okay. my suggestion is you work on clearing out your throat chakra because the throat chakra is connected to the ear. So you try and work mm-hmm. out your throat chakra, spin that chakra, clear it out, and then you'd be amazed at the difference. And the throat chakra spins clockwise. I think you have the CD, my CD on the chakra. Go and find it and and do that meditation, and you'll All be amazed right, at how quickly you feel. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. I do need to get in, so I will be contacting. Thank you. Awesome. Take care, sweetie. Bye bye. Bye. Uh. 
Hello, one one one. Hi, sweetie. How are you? I'm well. I'm wondering if um, you can give me a little insight around uh, finding a right building contractor and when the project would be completed. Okay. There is a. Mm, they're showing me a book. So there's a. Um, oh, I'm at a loss for words now. The guys are. <laughs> Kind of funny with the. There is a a list. You need to go to your. Um, uh, there's a list that you go to that has a list of um, creditable credit contractors with credibility, credible contracts, uh, contractors. And once you find one of those, you need to set the time that the contract should end. So you're the one who's defining what's going to happen. You understand? I do. Yeah, you're. um, No, it's a list. Uh, Where, where, you've got a one one. Do you want to tell me where you are? New York. Oh, you're. Oh, easy. Um, Okay, so. you sh- you shouldn't have any problem. It's a list on the internet of credible contractors, and if you go through either it's the union or something to that effect, you will find that there's a list of contractors. I'm having a hard time with the words, so I don't know why. Um, but there's a list of contractors that you go through, and they are they all are registered contractors. Thank you. Oh, my God. What a hard time with the word. There's a list of registered contractors with um, like a union or or something to that effect. Your contractor, I feel, could be from New Jersey as opposed to New York itself. Um, it's a small firm. I see them with their truck driving around. Um, and you are the one who tells them when you want the contract to end and keep them to it. So when they write, when the contract is written up, you're going to ask them, when is this going to end, which means that you've already done your due diligence, which is to find out how much things are going to cost and where, how things are, you know, how you're going to get things together. And once you do that, you tell them when you want it done. See, in my world, no contractor would last, would go on and on for two years. No way, Jose. I would hold them to it, and if they don't complete it, they don't, they have to give me back my money and they'd have to sign that right so this is you now changing it and letting them know this is when the contract will be done it's not a maybe you want a definite date but there is a specific contractor it's a small company his name is on the side of the truck i don't know if it's mcgavin or mcgarvin or there's a v there's a v in the name in the middle of the name it's written in old world language old world um, uh, font, and mm-hmm. he, this company, um, you're going to actually feel very comfortable with them, and it's almost like you're, you know, um, it, there's a strong familiarity, there's a sign of respect between you guys, and once you've got that that person, this guy, it's a younger guy too, you know, like in his 30s or so, but he's very honorable, very respectful, but he's part of a, a, a registered group of, of contractors. So um, 
What I'd suggest you do is to go online and and uh, look up registered contractors in New York City or in New Jersey or New York. Say New York, New Jersey, and look to see the name because you'll recognize the, the the font that's written on the side of the truck. But like I said, the end date is your choice. Okay. And then one more quick question. Do you see me mm-hmm. um, having a successful re- reconnection with someone from the past? Uh, by successful, you're you're looking at a relationship. There will be a re- reconnection, but I, there's a lot of water that's gone under that bridge. So the success will more be um, like a friendship as opposed to a relationship. Okay. Do you see that happening soon okay. or um not not really, not till maybe January or February. I don't sense I don't sense you with anyone around you right now. It's it's yeah, I don't sense it to be so close. I sense it to be farther away. So somewhere in January or February someone gets on the internet and writes a letter and the other one answers, that sort of thing. Okay, great. Thank you so much. You're welcome, love. Bye-bye. 480, hello. Hello, my name is Mike. Mike, hi. How are you? Fantastic, thank you. Uh, My question today is uh, I'm working on a creative project, and there's an individual that's come out uh, to offer his assistance and do – you know, again, it's something normally that he would charge for, and mm-hmm. my whole thing is there is there a hook or a catch later on down the road? Yes, there is. <laughs> um, yeah, and what yeah, what you do is get it in writing what his intentions are. That way, both of neither one of because this person could be quite valuable. I got goosebumps. This person could be quite valuable for you um, in the future, but it's necessary for you to lay all your cards on the table um, because very few people, as I was saying in before, very few people will will do something for nothing. They're doing it for a reason. The project you're on is going to be successful. And when it's successful, you don't want to spend your time looking over your shoulders waiting for him to show up to say, well, I own a piece of this. So that, so just get all your cards on the table. If he says he doesn't want anything, then write up an agreement. And you're going to just say, this, you know, we could do the gentleman's agreement, but now I just want to make sure that there are no hard feelings down the road. If you word it like that, then it becomes a very a much more comfortable experience between you and him. I see you two having lots of fun together as long as this little thing is removed from your your work environment. Mm. Yeah, because there is uh, I'm kind of well, I'm not kind of uh, I'm writing a book and. Mm-hmm. He wants to see like the the progress, but I just had mm-hmm. uh, a friend of mine who had had written a, a book, uh, and we had mm-hmm. a couple beers over the weekend, and she was just like, "Listen, you don't send him anything because there's copyright stuff. There's all this stuff. That's all right. of a sudden, he could copyright it and take it, and he owns it." That's right. Well, I don't sense that that'll be the case. 
But just right. to be on the safe side, make sure that there's no part of it that someone's going to say, I own a part of this. That's right. it. So if if you have something in writing to say, okay, you're, you know, I know friends come by and they want to check things out, but just 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 cover your own assets, so to speak. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Thank you. Yeah, and and yeah. artists are artists and writers have a bad habit of giving themselves away because you know just because they want to 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 get someone's um, approval. So you know uh, you don't need to. Your 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 project is going to be very successful. You don't need him, but if he's coming thinking that you need him, then there that's the challenge, right? So, yep. so get you know you can. There's nothing wrong with you saying no, not no thanks, not right now. I'll get it when I get it sorted out. Then I'll let you know. One thing that you can do, which is always recommended for copyright, is that you um, mail, uh, um, register mail a part of your work back to yourself. So you know you can say stage one back to yourself, so no one else can can claim copyright to it. No one else can steal it because you already have a record of it in your home. Mailed to you. When it comes back to you, you do not remove you don't take it out the envelope. You just take yes. that that and and you know, see if you do that, then you protect yourself if you really need his his say so in what you do. Yeah, I don't know if I need his say so. It's just some he That's was kind it. of Yeah, it's just I, I just need to do it. And then if, and again, if it comes to anything where there's, you know, publicity and or, you know, mm-hmm. further, dis, you know, like um, workshops, um, you know, it's for specific business. So, you know, kind yeah. of, kind of thing. So, yeah, 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 I understand. Yeah. When, when it comes to that, you need to protect yourself. So, like I said, um, if you, if you allow him to come by then what I strongly recommend is that you, before he shows up, mail yourself a copy of it, registered mail back to yourself. It'll have the date stamp on it, and then you're free to do what you do. And if he takes it and uses it, you have absolute record of your work. Yep. So, you yep. know, that yep. way you're not in that catch-22 situation. Yep, and I've heard of that, uh, people doing that. So, yeah, fantastic. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. You're welcome. Take care, love. All right. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Uh, 347, hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for taking my call. This is Tanika. Tanika, how are you? How's everything going? Everything's going okay. So slow. Um. Ooh. My birthday, my birthday is coming up in the beginning of September, first week, and I just wanted to know if you see anything for me as far as like love and relationship and moving. Oh boy, both things, two things at once. Okay, um, you're a Virgo, which means that you have you're very impatient about things, how things work. And a lot of Virgos have been told to wait, wait, wait. I know that because I'm a Virgo as well. So my birthday is around the same time as yours. Um, So I'm just going to pull a card here for you uh, just to 
Oh, look at that. High priestess. <laughs> yeah, you are a diva Virgo. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, there is, um, you're going to have to wait about six months for the love to show up. And I'm going to suggest that you you use that patience as well because you will move, but not till late spring next year. So I'm sorry, it's going to take a little bit of time. But when you move, you will be moving into something very tangible and beautiful. So uh, do your best to be as patient as you can. And um, wait, yeah, because they're a prince of swords. So your man comes in. He's going to be a little bit very talk. He's well, a little bit. He's going to be very talkative. Talk, talk, talk. So you sound like a quiet person. You end up with a man who likes to talk, but you know, um, there's nothing wrong with that. He should be writing books. When he starts talking, you say you should be writing books. But love is coming closer to Christmas or New Year's. You might be wrapped around someone in, around that time, but your work, your um. Your move won't be till late spring. I know, you have to wait, but it's okay. When it comes, it's going to be amazing. So just look forward to it, sweetie. I'll try. Okay? Yeah. Okay, Okay. you take care. Oops. You take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks. My pleasure, love. Bye. Uh, four one five. Hello. Hi. Hello. Thanks for taking my call. This is Jessica. How are you, Jessica? I'm good. Very, very busy lately, which is it's good. Moving and shaking. <laughs> Moving and shaking um, is good. What can I do for you today? So I wanted to know about. I just stepped into this uh, new part-time job, and I got it. Um, well, I'll just say it's like a super easy job for me, and. Um, it's been a little bit rough getting started with the communication with the person who's managing over me. Um, But I wanted to know if you see me moving up in this organization, doing anything extra like additional and like more pay. Cause I had some ideas for some consulting that I could possibly do. Um, Go for it. I pulled three cards. One is the Knight of Swords, um, the Death card, which means change, and the Knight of Discs. So you got um, the Swords is about moving fast. So if you try your best to, um, if you don't understand what someone is saying, just ask them to repeat or to to, um, clarify what they've said. And try not to read into what they say because that's your unfortunate habit. You will move up in the company. Um, You will actually, uh, uh, the Knight of Discs is about you creating um, a spinoff from this company. So you're going to get some great ideas and you'll end up spinning off and creating your own company from this. So be patient. (laughs) <laughs> Don't be impatient with them um, because it's a really awesome direction that's going to take you where to the final place where you are your own executive. Mm, okay. So you see things, because it's really the communication on her end that she doesn't really listen to me <laughs> or understand. Yeah, but you so- yeah, but you see, if you're an executive, you have to get past that worrying about whether people understand you or not. 
what I do is someone says something to me as I repeat it back to them and ask them to clarify, is that what you just said? That way, do you know what I mean? That way you both are clear because she's probably assuming you understand because you said yes. So um, open the line of communication by qualifying what they've just said, so repeating it. Did you mean this? or I'm going to go do that and that, you know what I mean? And as an executive in your own organization, you're going to meet someone similar to you who's going to feel the way you do, and you're, you're, this is going to help you to understand what they're going through. Do you understand? So what you're going through right now is kind of like training for your future. Mm, okay. That's a good way to look yeah. at it. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, it is you- an absolute, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go on. Okay. Thank you. Um, can I ask you another quick question, different topic? Yes. Really yes. quick? Uh, mm-hmm. Moving also. Um, I have, this is, I've been looking for apartments. Well, I just, what What do you see with it? Because things haven't really come through just yet. Um, well, the Knight of Swords is about movement as well. So uh, I'm going to say, before Thanksgiving, so I'm in Canada. Canada's Thanksgiving is in October, so I'm going to assume it's you're in the U.S. and it's an American Thanksgiving. So uh, it's like November. So keep looking. Your place isn't ready yet. The person hasn't given notice. Has not given notices yet. So the second you see it, snap it up. It'll be exactly perfect. Lots of light. Um, within the right distance for your work. So that's the area that you look. Okay. Do you see me staying in New Jersey or New York City? New Jersey. You're going to stay in New Jersey for now. Yeah. Mm, For now. But you'll end up, you'll end up, I'm sorry? I was, I was just joking. I was like, (laughs) boo-hoo. You know what? This is good for you for now because it keeps your expenses low. Because once you move out of that other place, that place you're moving into, you will be purchasing your home because you will have that executive income to do that. So take the steps, be patient, and allow yourself to go towards your ultimate dream because you have an ultimate dream. Right? Yeah. And so this is taking you there. There's no way you can jump over the middle of the road to get to the end. You have to run through it. Right? So. <laughs> okay. Yes. Thank you. That good reminder. I'll keep telling myself that. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you very much. That Thank was a great you, reading. Sweetie. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank right. you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Uh, 85857, hello. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. How are you? Hi, sorry. I'm well, and yourself? I'm very well, thank you, love. Good. What can I do my, for you today? Well, my question is in regards to work. Um, I gave my notice yesterday. I resigned mm-hmm. and from from work, Um but they did not take my my resignation. Um, I, I sat down thought with so. The, <laughs> <laughs> I sat down with the COO for the second time, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. second time we had a better understanding and, and clearer communication as to mm-hmm. what our first conversation was. So yeah. we put together a plan 
as mm-hmm. to how I can expand my job and 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 be able to participate more in mm-hmm. in the company. And I just want to know um, how that's going to go. It's going to go amazingly because they really like you and they like your um, your approach to how things work. But the mm-hmm. reason why you're wanting to leave has to do with you and not them. So what I'm going to suggest mm-hmm. you do is to sit mm-hmm. down and mm-hmm. make a list, write down mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. what do you want from the job, what do you exactly. bring to the job, and yes. then what is it going to do for you? What will the job do for you? We know what you're going to do for the job, but look at what mm-hmm. will the job do for you. I'm yes. talking about emotional fulfillment. Okay, yes. and once yes. you've got that absolutely clear, when you sit down mm-hmm. with the company to talk, mm-hmm. you can be mm-hmm. very clear about how you present yourself yes. to them. That's true. So That's it's true. Like I got the goosebumps all over my head. This is going to be an amazing wow. experience, and make yes. sure that whatever mm-hmm. it is you want. That's why I ask you to write it down. Whatever it is yes. you want, it's so clear it's as clear as a deep pool you can see to the bottom okay don't have okay. you know that's why i say write it down because when you write yes. it down you'll find the stuff you've forgotten or have missed so write yes. it down go over it think about it all that stuff and then yes. and then go in when you go in to talk to them you say okay mm-hmm. these are the things on my list that i want can you give me this mm-hmm. this 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 do you understand yes. but yes. you're you're yes. you have the opportunity to move into a very high executive place in this company, and they yes. really appreciate you. So you know, um, the yes. universe is giving you your gift. Now I figure agree. out what you're gonna do with it, and then go take this it. Is true. Grab it, baby, this. and hold it tight. <laughs> yes, because the thing, like, I mean, I didn't expect. I, I thought that you know, because our turnover rate is very high in the company. It's very high. So when I gave my notice, I just thought, you know, I'm going to be another another number for them. But yes. you know, the COO called me back in. He's like, you know, we must had a, we had a misunderstanding with with what happened yesterday. He's like, and we talked about. It. He says, what I want from you is to give me a list. He says because, and he made sense. He's like, you you're not really mm-hmm. clear as to what it is that you want. So Thank he's like, you. so I can't See? I can't give you rep- what it is that you want. Yeah. He said, so I'm make a list. I'm repeating what he's saying. Yes, yes. exactly. Mm-hmm. Make a list mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. be clear as to what it mm-hmm. is you want, and we can sit down and see if we can do this. And he says, you know what? There you go. That makes sense for me. And we shook yes. hands. He said, okay, yes. let's do this. I yes. said, let's do this. Yeah. Everything on your list, everything on your mm-hmm. list is doable mm-hmm. for them. So yes. don't go okay. small. Go go exactly. go as high as you can go, and then exactly. figure out that you can go in the middle, right? But you are yes. you are with the company that will support mm-hmm. you, and you'll support them, and mm-hmm. it'll be a really and I'm hearing the word syncopated <laughs> or syncopated wow. rhythm, but it'll be a beautiful <laughs> experience for both of you. So be clear, okay. go in, yes. set your intention, yes. let them know what you want, and there you yes. go. Okay. Beautiful. Excellent. Excellent. I, Congratulations, I, I, babe. I know, huh? I mean, I was yeah. like, okay, then, then, okay, if you feel that there's no opportunities for me, then I, you know, I, I you know, I felt like I, I, just, I can't stay. I, I just can't. I said, I, I need to grow. And he's like, I thought our conversation was on. I thought that, that we were 
we understood each other. I said we didn't understand each other. So mm-hmm. he says, okay. Yeah. He says, okay. Awesome. Just write down exactly how you want your job to expand. Yeah. I said, okay. Good girl. And we shook hands. Awesome. <laughs> I took his hand. I said, let's shake yeah. hands on this. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you yeah, know, this. you are, I always say to everyone who goes for a job, you are your own CEO. So, your yes, the company right. you're working with is your client. So, yes. see them as such, present yourself mm. as that, and you'd be yeah. amazed because people really want to respect us, you know. It's just us that don't allow yes. them that space. That's so, true. That's very yeah. true. That's very true because awesome. I know that I could do more than just start stapling papers together. I, I I just yeah. didn't know how to go about the approach. So I yeah. the only approach was I, I guess I'm going to have to go. And he's like, let's at least try to work things out. Let's at least try to go. do something. Yeah. So I said, okay. I said, I I honor that. I said I really honor that. And I said I will bring step forward and do my part. And again, I I said, you know, let's shake on this. Mm-hmm. He said, okay. So I'm like, okay, I'm let's do this. You a high five and a, I'm sending you a high five and a hug. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank uh, you. So I'm going to really pleasure, sit sweetie. and, and yes. meditate on this and, and put yes. put And write your down. list and pin it yes. up on the wall and see it. Okay. And yes. go back and forth till it's absolutely clear. And then yes. you can go and talk to them. Okay? Yes. Yes, because I have to have my list for him tomorrow. I told him I have it for him tomorrow. Awesome. And then he'll look okay. at it and, and yeah. So yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much for your my support pleasure, and love. Sweetie. My Alrighty. pleasure, sweetie. My pleasure. Absolutely. You. Many blessings Alrighty. to you too, love. Thank Bye-bye. you. Alrighty. Bye-bye. My pleasure. Bye. And... 484, you're my last caller, and we're just about heading into the the recording part, so I want to thank everyone for in the chat room. So, 484, how are you doing today? Hi, thank you for taking my call. Hi. It's my pleasure, love. What can I do for you today? Well, my name is Antoinetta, and I would like to know what you see coming up here for me. Because I just feel like I don't know where I belong or what what's going to be going on. Mm, where you belong? Okay, I'm just gonna. Ah, <laughs> well, the change is a coming, big change. Wind is blowing through your life. Okay, um, there'll be okay. a change. Okay. There is um they're showing me that there's money around you but you're worrying about it uh and um, Yes, I am worried about but, money. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh so that's kind of uh interesting because there is money around you but the more you worry about money the more it gets hidden. It's almost like it gets hidden by a veil. Um, and it's necessary for you to start be focusing on what you want. And as I said that to previous callers, you must be clear about what you want so the universe can bring it. If you keep changing yes. your mind, the universe will stop halfway and it'll go get the new thing. It never brings you the first thing that, you know, you say, I want, mm-hmm. uh, I want tea, and it goes to get tea. And you say, oh, I changed my mind, I want coffee. It comes mm-hmm. back, and then it goes back, so you never get anything because you keep changing your mind. So be as mm-hmm. clear as possible 
as specific as possible, tell the universe what you want, and it will be mm-hmm. there because I pulled the universe card for you. Now, can you imagine that? It's a very powerful card that you get, which gives you everything you want. So right now, you can have what you want. And I'm going to say as early as two weeks, you're going to start seeing the signs of it. And all you need to do is start being clear about what it is Mm -hmm. you want. And it's very interesting. Because mm-hmm. um, because there is money floating in towards you. I don't know if you buy the lottery or what you do. There's money floating in towards you. The only problem you have is that you end up giving it away. So make sure you keep it for yourself. Okay. Yes, I help so many people. That's my problem. Yeah. People, I yeah. see so many people because um, I'm a nurse in the line of work I do, and I see so many mm-hmm. people struggling, not enough food in their house, and I'll go out and I'll buy the stuff. That way they don't suffer, you know, and that's just the person I am. And I did put it out in the universe today that I'm looking for um, a full-time long-term um, hospice case in my town, um, something mm-hmm. that I can really, um, you know, it's going to be long-lasting, but, but I know that the end result is that they're, they're going to pass away because that's what I do. I do hospice, but they put me on jobs that, you know, aren't hospice because that's what, you know, they may not always get hospice. But they'll put me on jobs mm-hmm. where I'm running someone's sweeper or I'm running to the store for them. And that's not what I want to do. My heart desire is to work with cancer patients and stuff like that because my own mother died and I took care of her until her, mm-hmm. until her death. Okay. And this is what I desire. So I just put that out in the universe yeah. today that I do seek a full-time, long-term hospice um, job. Okay, and I also mm-hmm. have put it out in the universe about a week ago. Um, mm-hmm. My my supervisor that was above me, it was a male. His name was Dan, and his last initial was the letter S. Um, he left the job, okay, for a better position elsewhere, and he was a great mm-hmm. guy. But I couldn't approach him and say, let's go get coffee, let's go out and have a dinner or something mm-hmm. like that. I couldn't do that because he was my superior and I could have lost my job. I was afraid. So I don't Mm -hmm. know if um, since Dan left that position, if he's going to reach out, he has all my contact information. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you know, pictures were taken on his last day of me and him by the bigger boss and, um, mm-hmm. you know, he gave, he reached out and gave me a hug. He said he would keep in touch. And I told him, I said, you have my permission to call or mm-hmm. email me anytime the door's open. And he said, I just might do that. But I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I don't want to sit here and be wishful thinking. Yeah. Well, we're, uh, you can't, you don't, we don't, okay. We don't have control over other people. The only control no. we have is over our own selves. And I don't sense that there's anything that will come from this person. But once you're in that hospice job that you're seeking, um, and I'm going to suggest that you not diminish it to just cancer patients because there are other disorders as well. You just want to do hospice for 
um, for someone who requires that type of treatment. So if you say it like yes. that to the universe, then you're not being specific to cancer. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So once yeah. you've shifted out of that, then um, what I suggest you do is uh, once you've shifted and you've gotten this job, then you're actually going to meet someone who's going to leave you feeling quite positive and powerful about yourself. And they'll mm-hmm. leave you feeling that way because you're you're content in your work. But I don't yes. sense that it is this person that you're talking about. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so sorry about that, but you will find love and love will be it'll be someone that's got that's a little bit more um uh they will stay with you. They'll be more mm-hmm. for you than yeah, than that gentleman. I don't feel that gentleman is as stable from an emotional, you know, relationship perspective as you're wanting it to be. Oh, okay. Yeah. This okay. this this superior, I've never dated or anything like that. You know, my super my supervisor. Yeah. Yeah. I understand, but yeah, okay. I don't sense that he has that stability from a relationship perspective. Uh, but I do have to run. I've got someone else on the line and okay. we've, we've gone okay. into the recording. So you take care and as I said, ask the universe not specifically for cancer, but someone and I feel it's right. a male, it's an older gentleman that you'll be supporting. And it's it's going to be a very lovely um, uh, position that you will occupy. Okay? Oh, that's, yes, thank you. Oh, you're welcome, love. Um, okay, so 860, hello. Hi there, can you hear me? Yes, yeah, so just about. Oh, good. What can, good. How are you today? Fine, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Um, I don't know if you give general readings or if I should ask a question. Um, uh, right now we're in overtime, so if you ask a question, it'll make it faster. Okay, I lost my father in June. Can you give me any messages from him? Yes, um, you need to tell, there's someone that you need to speak to. I don't know if it's a brother or something like that. But in mm-hmm. the, uh, I don't know if your father used to cuss, but he's cussing in my ear. <laughs> but he's saying you need to tell him off or you need to tell him what you, uh, I don't know if it's a brother or or whom, uh, who brother. it is. But yeah, you and need there's a to large division up, but, between us. Yeah, yeah, there's an ace. You don't speak up. You don't express what's on your mind, so you need to do that. You need to speak up. That's what your father We're needs you to do. He's always of... known. Beg your pardon? Mm-hmm. We're not on yeah, speaking he's... terms. That's okay, but you know it's hard when you're when you choose to be stubborn. That's what he's saying. Uh, maybe no, I'm not stubborn. stubborn. I tried to work it out with them. They're stubborn. Okay. Okay, I just love. feel like there's so, nothing I can do because I've tried two times to work it out with them. Your dad well, is working his... on it. Your father's working on it. He will get it straightened out. Oh, good. Good. Okay. Okay, yes. so that's that's the show for now. Next, call in next what? time and ask more questions because what, um, uh, the show, what I don't... What days are you on? This is my first time calling you. 
Uh, on, it's Tuesdays. So next Tuesday it's I'll be on Tuesday. as well. Six every Tuesday, 6.30 to 7.30. And what's the name of the show? It's called the Oracle's, point of view, the, or, the Oracle's Point of View. Oracle, that's right, Oracle. Okay. Yeah, Oracle. That just yeah. refreshed my on memory. On the okay. Coffee Shop. <laughs> you okay. take care, Thank sweetie. you. Your dad's you. taking care of it, so just open your heart and say, Dad, lead the way. Okay? Okay. That is beautiful. Take care, love. Thank oh, you. Can I ask you just Bye. quickly? Is his ashes in the pendant? Because I bought a pendant that's supposed to have his ashes, but I don't see them. I'm sorry. Are you there? Is his ashes in. I'm here. Is his ashes I, in yeah, the Yeah, I bought pendant? a pendant that's supposed to have his ashes in it, but I don't see the ashes. Are they in it? I it's it's almost like it's dribbled out. You know how it fall dust um ashes are fine. It's almost like yeah. it's fallen out. It's fallen through the cracks. So unless you put it in a little plastic container, it's slowly fallen well, out glass. over time. It's supposed to be in the glass. Yeah, it just feels some there's something about the seal not quite not being tight enough. Um, yep. And it's, but you, yeah, it just feel either look where you've had it. There might be a little bit of the ash there that you can put, you know, that you can okay. put back in there. But the, it's, okay, thank it you. feels like it's just gently falling out. Take care, okay. love. You Bye-bye. too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Oh, and that's the show for today. Thank you very much, all of you who've called. Um, this is the Oracle's Point of View, Episode 11. I am Sonia Nadina Haynes, and this is the Psychic Coffee Shop. And, uh, yeah, I'm affiliated with Psychic.biz, and I'm just about to get off the show and head over to our new show, which is Psychic Biz Live. So, um Check it out. And this is Sonia Nadina. Out.